Welcome to the Remote CEO Show. My name is De Niro Bartolini, AKA De Niro B. I'm an acclaimed business coach and my moonshot is to change the face of work and business forever. With each episode, we bring you some of the most inspiring and insightful interviews with six, seven, eight, and nine figure entrepreneurs to crack the code on how to build your remote empire and have fun while doing it. Thanks for stopping by and let's get started. What is going on, CEOs? De Niro will be here with another episode of the Remote CEO Show. Today, I'm here with Kizzy Parks. Kizzy is the founder and CEO at KPC. She established her company over a decade ago after she earned a degree in psychology and a PhD. Kizzy trained and coached thousands of students and increased their list of customers in both commercial and government spaces, including the United States Army, Department of Education, and several nonprofit and Fortune 500 companies, among others. Today, she owns and operates multiple businesses and has won over $50 million in government contract awards. Kizzy and her companies has also won awards such as the Enterprising Women of the Year Award and ranked in the Inc. 5000 Fastest Growing Private Companies list twice. I'm excited for this interview, so let's get into it. Kizzy, thanks a lot for being today on the Remote CEO Show. How are you doing? I'm doing well. How are you? I'm doing fantastic. Absolutely fantastic. So Kizzy, like I ask every single one of my guests, I'm really interested in knowing what you were doing before you started your business. You know, it's such a great question. I was in graduate school in central Florida, working on a PhD in industrial organizational psychology. Um, Also to earn extra money, I was a 1099. So I worked behind the scenes for different consulting companies and that's what I was doing. Mm-hmm. That's super interesting. And like, I was looking at your bio earlier and you kind of knew since you were a little kid, I guess, that you wanted to be an entrepreneur. Is that the case or was it something you bumped into at a later time in your life? It was definitely since I was a child. Like when I was younger, I would take golf balls when I was in like elementary school from behind my friend's house, take them home, clean them and resell them to the golfers. And it was just something that was innate. Like I always knew I was going to be an entrepreneur. I always knew I was going to earn a PhD. And right before I earned my PhD, I was given the opportunity to enter the space of government contracting. So I never anticipated doing it in my 20s. I thought it was something I was going to do like in my 50s or 60s or, you know, to take me into retirement. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, that's how it came about. That makes total sense. So right now you operate multiple businesses and you have a ton of government contract awards. Do you want to talk about what you do right now with your business and uh, the value that you provide for your clients? Yeah, definitely. So one of the spaces that's often overlooked is federal government contracting, and we provide what's called professional services. So you may be thinking like, okay, what does that mean? So we provide staffing, exercise physiologists, 
people who inspect vape inspections, people who create curriculum and provide training. We also have provided management analysts. And so we make money off of the people who are providing the services to supplement the government employees. And all of my team is virtual. I'm virtual. Um, We've sold a few products every now and again, but the majority of what we provide are its services. It's, it's different professionals providing amazing services to help make the federal government's lives easier. That's very, very interesting. And you brought something up that here at the remote CEO, we all like to hear. And the fact that you have a virtual team, uh, a lot of people just even a few years ago, even just over a year ago, would have you know, said, no, remote work is not for me, but we know that 2020 really changed the game. So I was just wondering if you can tell us a bit more about how you structured your team, and then we're going to get into if it was hard or not. But for the time being, can you tell me how your team is structured and how it operates uh, all um, virtually? Yeah, definitely. So um Currently, we are ISO certified, and so that means we means we meet these different requirements, and we have policies and procedures in place. So, I own all of my businesses, either outright or the majority owner, and then I have my um, director of getting things done, who acts as um, just she does everything. <laughs> she makes sure everything is done. And she oversees the team and the different projects that we have. And then there are different project managers or team leads who are in place to take care of those clients. And then when it, we have you know, accounting, I have a, a law firm that I work with. Um, I have a bookkeeper. I have a business development team member that I primarily partner with. My main areas are business development for my federal governments and for my new company, Mm-hmm. And then everyone else um, usually is a billable team member who's providing the service to the federal government. And then there's a handful of team members who help with um, social media. I have a great team out of Egypt who supports our social media. I have an amazing um, admin who provides services internally to the team. And then I also have as an, on an as-needed basis variety of subject matter experts and trainers and different professionals that we may need to bring in. Um, For instance, a client wants some training on how to make online training more engaging. And so we have Mm -hmm. somebody in mind that we want to work with. And so if she says yes, which I'm hoping she will, we'll bring her on board. And as a 1099, she provides those efforts. So we have this great setup, great policies and procedures in place. And so the companies just move, move and operate really smoothly. That's super cool. But, you know, I wanted to ask you how hard it was to really set up uh, this remote team, because I know that it all sounds great. And, you know, again, we, we do believe that remote teams are the way to go, but it takes a bit of time to get used to it. And I was just wondering if you encountered any hurdles throughout the process uh, from taking your business from zero to where it is today. Yeah, I was, I had a lot of issues. Um, I initially led from a place of scarcity and I was very transactional oriented and I didn't know my value. And so as a result of that, 
I was very controlling and didn't delegate and didn't trust because I had issues with just myself. Right. Mm -hmm. And so, um, things, you know, things operated, but they didn't operate well. And so just thankfully through a CEO women's group, I got involved in and other different things that have happened in my life. I am no longer that person. And so now I operate from a place of strength and love and just delegation and and understanding how amazing my team is and trust. So one thing that really helped with that process was I went through the ISO certification where everything is documented in our core areas and there's policies and procedures in place and team members have responsibilities that go along with it. So there's a welcome board for onboarding. There's a policy for credit cards. There's a policy for program project management. And so what's great is it's, we focus on the task at hand and we mm-hmm. have what's we have what's called a quality review in place so instead of getting personalities involved it's now okay did this person perform the task yes or no um what about on a scale of uh, 1 to 10 and so that's really hel- ha- helped to hold everyone accountable because in, especially in a virtual space it's easy to just get caught up in we're all in a virtual space whatever that may mean, you know, and to just start to, to think like, what are they doing? Are they on Snapchat? Are they on TikTok? Are they in a meeting? Are they really doing the work? Do they really want to work for us? And I don't know if I can trust them. I can't really see them. Did they log in? I need to track them on the computer. (laughs) And I understand, you know, everyone has a different setup, but what's really helped is it doesn't matter because I I have team members who will, who have gone to government sites. doesn't matter over the 13 years, if, I see them or I don't see them or they go to a government site or not, or not. What's important is the accountability piece. You have to have something in place because if not, then you're going to provide preference. Oh, well, you see, they got married. Oh, well, wait a minute. They have to homeschool. And, and then we start to come up with all these excuses. So by having some kind of accountability in place, ours is called a quality review it removes all of that. So everybody knows this is what I have to do. We don't care how you do it as long as you follow a way, if there's a way associated with it, but just this is what you have to do. And it's really made a huge, huge difference with the culture of KPC. Oh, 100%. This is really music. Um, I know that sometimes with someone for for quite a long time so you cut him some slack and next thing you know uh when you are in a remote environment uh it's also very hard then to keep on holding people accountable if you if you make sure that everybody's been in business for 13 years did i hear that right yes Awesome. And I know that you, uh, and you and your, and your businesses have, have really ranked uh, in an Inc., fastest growing company, private companies, fastest growing private companies list. Uh, can you tell me when you started getting that momentum and how it felt and uh, how it's going right now? Well, thank you so much for, for, for asking that. It's, you know, it took a, it took a long time. You know, as I said, I, um, it's been this journey for me as an entrepreneur. And it was right around 2016 
2017 is when I applied because especially in the, in any space, having an award is nice and the awards are never about me. The awards are about my team. So in 2016, I applied for the Inc. Award and we made the list. I think we were in the top 1000 and then we were, I think maybe number 18 as um, ranked um, as an educational company. Yes. And it was just such a fascinating um, and rewarding opportunity, um, not just because of the, the accolade, but they had this whole conference and they still do that, uh, that went along with it. So that's what really started to jumpstart applying for awards was where um, the business was at that time. Plus, um, it became evident that being able to demonstrate that an outside organization recognized us added value in the federal government space. That makes sense. And so actually my follow-up question was, so did you see uh, a difference in, in maybe the size of the contracts or the conversion rate when it came to sales calls, or I don't, I don't know now how you close your deals, but uh, did you see a difference in, in the quality of the deals and the quantity of the deals? Once, once you started getting these awards, I see that he also uh, got an award for Enterprising Woman of the Year. Um, how are all these awards playing into the show? The, the awards are two, like there's two, oh, go ahead. Oh, sorry. I think there was a bit of a lag, um, but yeah, go ahead. Talk, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, I, I, there's kind of like two sides to the awards where in one hand it validates you it shows okay some outside organization has deemed that you are the top woman or the top entrepreneur or you belong on this list but at the same time that doesn't really say anything about your ability to help a client solve a problem. So mm-hmm. it'll open a door or it'll help provide confirmation to a client that, oh, okay, well, they seem legit. I remember I was, I was speaking to someone and they literally said that they were like, oh, I saw you won these awards and oh, okay, you are a legit business. And I was like, <laughs> okay, I guess, you know, that's, so that's how it's helped. It's, it's helped in that way. No, it makes sense. I always tell my clients uh, with, with my coaching program that getting third-party validation is great uh, to build authority. But at the end of the day, if you don't have an offer that's compelling, the client is just not going to simply buy because you got featured on a magazine or because you won an award. You still need to show up uh, with the right product, the right service, and, and doing everything right. Um Makes total sense. So um, I just was wondering, uh, Kizzy, right now, what's uh, hot coming up in the business? Uh, get us excited about the future of your business and uh, your your entrepreneurial journey. Yeah, right now, I'm really focused on this new venture called GovCon Winners to help teach um, service-based small business owners how to win profitable government contracts. I've come across so many that enter the government contracting space and they run into a lot of pitfalls or they go through all this work and maybe they get a contract, maybe they don't. And I've learned so much over these 13 years that I just really want to help people 
really unpack government contracting because pretty much anyone who's entrepreneurial can enter the space of government contracting. It's just that I don't think many people talk about it or maybe because War Dogs was released so many years ago, it's not on people's <laughs> radars. Okay. So that's um, something I'm super excited about. That's super, super cool. Kizzy, it was just a, so much pleasure to have you on the show today. Uh, we had to start a bit uh, later and, you know, I had a <laughs> I had a small issue, uh, but I'm really, really glad that we were able to get you on uh, on the show. Uh, listen, I know that my listeners will want to know more about you and about your businesses. So where can people find you online? Yeah, by all means, um, please connect with me. I'm on Instagram, Kizzy M. Parks. I'm on TikTok. I'm on Facebook. I am also on LinkedIn. I'm on Twitter. You can't miss me. Also, you're welcome to join my community. I love the community app. You can text me at 305-853-9481 and I'll send you a really cool free gift if you read by reaching out to me. So please connect with me, DM, and I look forward to engaging with you. Awesome, Kizzy. Again, thanks so much for being on the show and I'm looking forward to having you back in the future. Same here. You're outstanding. You're so amazing. Thanks. Enjoy. And this is it for today, CEOs. Thanks for staying with us until the end. Can I ask you a big favor? Can you please leave a review? I know the podcast app is not super straightforward. So if you don't know how to leave a review, just DM me on Instagram at B. D-E-N-I-E-R-O-B and I will send you the direct link to the review section and to show you my appreciation, I will answer any business question you ask me during that conversation. So thank you again and I will talk to you again soon.